is up, Nerds Nation? Welcome to the EpiNerds Podcast with the most dynamic duo in all of podcasting. I'm Nick Benizio, and sitting across from me is the man himself, Mr. Martin Moreno. What's up, bro? How we doing? Good. Today we are recapping episode seven of WandaVision, Breaking the Fourth Wall. But before we get started, if you nerds are watching on YouTube, please subscribe and hit that thumbs up. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else, check back each week as we upload new content for you guys to listen to. This will be a spoiler-heavy discussion, so if you, if you have not yet seen WandaVision Episode 7... Get your shit and get the fuck out of my office, you understand? Get the fuck out! And then come back to hear our breakdown theories and any Easter eggs we might find. So last week, we got a big dose of nostalgia as we went back to our childhood, and uh, you know we got to relive the late 90s and early 2000s era of like sitcoms, mm-hmm. and that was really fun for us. Uh, we learned that Vision is bound to the hex, uh, that Pietro might not be who he says he is, and Darcy learns that S.W.O.R.D. is hiding some shit about their true intentions. And also, by the end, Wanda expands the hex engulfing the S.W.O.R.D. camp and uh, a larger area outside of Westview. Pretty much, yeah. So if you guys are have read my tweet about, uh, about our thoughts on this episode, then you know that... Uh, we think this is actually one of the weaker episodes of the series so far. Mm. And, you know, we still thought it was good, still enjoyed it, but there are some yeah. things... I mean, I enjoyed it. I think you enjoyed it a little more than I enjoyed I did. it a little more than you did, but mm-hmm. there are some things that happened that I'm a little nervous about. So uh, let's, uh, let's, let's get into this. Also... Kind of before we get into it, probably the first actual filler episode we've gotten, in a sense. It does feel, you know, it's, it's funny too, man, for as what it reveals, it yeah. still feels like filler. It's yeah. weird. It's very weird. Yo! Weird, dude! Weird! Uh, as we open with Wanda in her bed, we notice that there's hexes all over her blanket. Hex on hex on hex. Hex on hexes. And this is going to be something that you'll notice throughout the episode and that the hexes are becoming more prominent. Mm-hmm. And then like later in the episode, we see Hayward kind of standing in front of the hex. And it's, a, awesome. great, it's a great shot. Yeah, we really get a sense of scale. Mm-hmm. Up to that point, we've almost just kind of, kind of gotten like a barrier. Yep. But now we kind of see the size of it and we actually see the shape of it kind of. Almost looks like a giant fruit gusher. It does. Pretty much, you know? But yeah, it was really cool to see. It does, yeah. It's almost like as the hex becomes bigger, like the hexes themselves become more prominent. Right, you can kind of... Uh, tell more of like the boundaries of right. where it is right, right like exactly cut, cutting the cut corners and shit like that right which mm-hmm. is pretty cool yeah um, and we also noticed that there's something off inside the hex as Tommy and Billy's video game controllers start glitching and they start moving backwards in time so mm-hmm. we get like you know more modern controllers almost like an Xbox controller and that goes back to like Atari controller and we go all the way back to them playing cards yeah kind of like uh, goes back to like the primitive yes the dawn of man the dawn of man yeah <laughs> um, so and it's almost like really hammering home this as the hex has really expanded Wanda is really losing like her grip on like controlling it, like at least the environment part of it. Yeah. You know, because as we move controlling that reality, as we move forward a little bit, we learn that she might not be in control of Mm -hmm. everybody else. Pretty much. So um, and you also notice that Wanda is wearing darker clothes this episode, which is like, you know, very like at one point it gets to like back to like red, but it's muted. Mm -hmm. But like for the most part, she's in a lot of blue, which is referred to, I guess, as like depression. Yeah. Kind of like a. Like your your blue Sundays, yes, you know, yeah, you're, yeah. You're in the funk, you know, your rainy blue Sunday. So yeah, definitely notice that. And also just her, her like demeanor, the way she was carrying herself, and like in her, like again, like the the whole notion of being, like in this funk on like a on like a Sunday afternoon. You're right. in a robe, you're in your pajamas, you don't right, change. Right. You're just like in bed all day, and this like kind of like down um, mood. Mm-hmm. And like she was pretty much oozing that throughout the entire episode. Right, and I think it also too it, it kind of catches us up with because how we said that each you know, sitcom that this show has kind of parodied, uh, the characters also play like how they do in those sitcoms. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, now we're in a very modern setting and I feel like it's more, it's more of a reality. 
you know, right. in terms of like what she's what she's portraying, you know, and we'll get into the into the sitcom influence here a little bit. But uh, but yeah, so the uh, the opening credits, I know you were a little like eh, on them yeah. because like they feel. But I did find out that they were parodying a show called Happy Endings, which is produced by the Russo brothers. That's kind of where the different how they say Wanda in different settings. That's kind of how the Happy Endings opening credits are like. Mm-hmm. And but the song, though, is very much like The Office. It's, it's exactly the is that, like, like as yeah. soon as I heard it, I, it was like a Leo mode. Like, uh, it's like The Office. I think everyone who heard that pretty much was like, holy shit, that's straight up off. Straight yeah. to the office. <laughs> I just felt like, um, like regarded, regard, regardless of like what it was trying to parry or, or what it was like taking its influence from, I felt like every single opening we've had so far has been really creative and really fun. Yeah. And yeah, they've all had their own sort of influences. Like we were talking about the 90s, the 80s episode. That was like straight up Full House. Right, right. But it was really like, it was fun the way it was drawn, done with the painting, with the flashback to like Little Vision mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So yep. I felt like they were all really fun and creative in their own way. And this to me just felt like, I did, it, just, it wasn't like any oomph. It wasn't any oomph to uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I just watched and I was like, okay. Like, well, you know. the thing, it's like, it's nice that you're paying homage to it, but mm-hmm. like, I would have preferred them doing like a legit like office, op- like if they're doing the office music, give me the office opening too. Right, like maybe shots of Westview yeah. going back and then like zooming in on Vision and right, right. and all the different characters. Yeah, because that's, um, that's one of the things that we've kind of been looking forward to in a way. Um, about the episode, it's like yeah. oh, I'm looking forward to the intro. I'm looking forward because it's become it's become a thing and, right. and they're fun. So this was just like I just felt it was like a little underwhelming, and I understand it's I understand what it was trying to like pay its homage to, but I just felt like it felt a little flat and just like there was just no just underwhelming. It was kind of the starting point of, of being a very underwhelming yes. episode <laughs> for me at least. I found like I said I thought this episode kind of sucked, and I found it to be uh, the beginning of the overall underwhelmingness yeah um but you know like we were saying though so like this episode really parodies like the office parks and rec modern family a lot of the talking to the camera there's a lot of jim halpert faces going on which i absolutely love which we'll definitely get into but um but yeah so as this episode we really get into it we catch up with vision and you know again like he's just waking up from the hex kind of engulfing him from the last episode Mm -hmm. and again like the aspect ratio bro just hammering home the transition from reality to the illusion right that pretty much is like the uh the key to let you know like what's going on like whether it's real or not whenever we're in that wide shot right that widescreen that's real that's shit is going on which is probably one of my favorite things the show has done yeah it's very fun it's very creative and i don't think much people pick it up because yeah. they do a really good job of, of sneaking it in there. it's very subtle yeah the way it just like the way the aspect ratio just changes is very um it's done very well because you don't catch it well like there's, your well, eyes there's, never really i was gonna know. say like there's one at the end of this episode that happens and i guess because it's in a darker setting you don't notice it right which is really cool i like that they did that because even when they when they slowly kind of readjust the aspect ratio, mm-hmm. it's fun to see too. The way either like like the, way, the other way, like it opens up or the way it closes down, is really fun to see. But a lot of the times you don't even notice it until no, until right. you actually realize and like, okay, oh, well, we're sore now, and it's widescreen, and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. your brain doesn't register that sort of change in the aspect ratio. Yeah, and it's really well done how they do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. You know, as Vision wakes up, he sees the circus, which is the former sword camp, now completely changed. A bunch of clowns, bro. Oh my god. Look at this fucking clown. And uh, he meets up with Darcy, who Mm -hmm. is, uh, she's... The escape artist. The escape artist, yes. Mm-hmm. There she is. She tried yeah. for the bearded lady, but it yeah. didn't work out. Her complexion yeah. was too much. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like, they could have had fun with the intro, like, you know, um, introducing, like, having Darcy in there right, or something like right. that. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Feels like a missed opportunity. They want to pay homage to happy endings, whatever. Yeah, I know. And, Who doesn't uh, love a happy ending? <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> Who doesn't like a happy ending? Yeah. Um, but so, one of the things, Martin, is that 
you know, obviously he meets up with Darcy and Darcy's under this control, but eventually he wakes her up mm -hmm. and she's not really affected like Norm was. And right. this is a bit of uh, like people are asking questions like how come she's not as affected? And the only thing I could chalk it up to is that she's not in there nearly as long. She's not in there nearly as long and she's near the boundary. So maybe it's like there's a certain grasp or something like that. But and I, like that's the only thing I can think of is that she's not in there long enough to have this psychological effect that's happening to all these other people that are in Westview that have mm -hmm. been in there since the beginning. Right. I also think it's the fact that she knows what's going on. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that she's snapping at him, she's like, oh, fuck, I'm, I got I got got. I got know, yeah. I'm in it, you know, yes. and, and she has a recollection of when the thing was of when it was of when she was being sucked in. Right. So I'm sure it's it was because I did think that at first. I'm like, that's a little strange that she didn't freak out the way Norm did. Mm -hmm. But like we said, she's been following WandaVision for the past week. Yes. Like she says. So, Which I like. I like it's a, little, it's a little meta in that sense. Yeah, too. It's, yeah. it is a little meta in, in that sense. And, and it's it was a it was a fun line. But yeah, that's kind of like how I see it. Um, I don't think it's it's uh it's something to really complain about because I think there is like a solid argument there that oh, she yeah, understands sure. what's going on and she has a clear memory of when she got sucked into it. Right, definitely. Mm -hmm. You know, and we get this um this nice little team up between Darcy and Vision, and Darcy kind of really gets Vision up to speed on like really everything because vision still has no idea what happened to him in mm -hmm. infinity war and you know we're well, not Endgame, but you know about what happened with wanda with Endgame, and he tells him how he's made and you know what the things that he's he's gone through with the avengers and just just really like everything and it also like reminds us one that Endgame still only happened a few weeks ago mm -hmm. you know for as big of an event as it was it's still very fresh in people's minds and that Wanda's been through a whole hell of a whole lot in such a short amount of time, at yeah. least in terms of her getting blipped. Mm -hmm. She's only been affected by this for weeks in her mind. Yeah, you know what pretty I mean? much. So. Yeah, she's lost vision, um, came back, and Endgame happened. Right. You know, pretty much like everyone else. So it's very similar to like Monica's coming, Monica's return of when she comes back and everything, like she gets caught up to speed, everything's going on, it's madness. And yeah, that's definitely how, um, that's the same shit. So the, the whole notion of, of losing vision, even mm -hmm. though it's technically like five years later, it's still very much there. Like that grief and that pain is still like very fresh. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I also like too how the uh, the strong man was from the dude from episode four. Yeah. The guy who wouldn't get her coffee. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as as we're sticking with uh, Vision and Darcy, they're trying to head back to to like the, the main center of Westview and they keep getting roadblocked. And this is probably one of the best moments of the episode where Vision starts talking to the camera, mm -hmm. like Parks and Rec style or, mm -hmm. you know, office style. And he also has a really good Jim Halpert face moment. Wanda is creating these impediments to stop me returning home. That shot killed me. <laughs> yeah. It cracked me. It was a really good shot. Yeah. You know, and then it was it was bugging the shit out of me. I'm like, bro, like, like, why, why, why is... Why are we obeying the rules of the road? Like, just literally drive around these roadblocks, and Vision realizes, like, what am I doing here? And then yeah. he, just, he just takes off. It wasn't, it, 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 like, it got to the point where it was right about to get too repetitive. Yes. You know, because first we had the roadblock, then we had the kids. And yes. it's like, all right, if we give me another beat, I'm going to be like, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lose But then, it. yeah, Vision realizes it and he flies off. So yes. it was, it was a, that moment was fun, especially when he's like, when he pretty much realizes, like, yeah, I can get just it's like, what am I doing here? Yeah, I get the fuck Who out am I here. talking to? Yeah. <laughs> I'm also curious to see, like, as like as this episode wraps up, like when he comes into play next episode, like what's going to happen? Mm -hmm. You know, because obviously, Vision, like he even says it to to Wanda earlier in the in the season. He's like, you can't have your control over me like you can over everybody else. Right. So in terms of what plays out with with Agatha, like she might not be able to control him either. Or the kids. Or the kids. Which we'll get into. We'll definitely get into that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so let's jump into this Nexus commercial. 
yes. which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of throws my theory at the window about them all being Infinity Stones because this is supposed to be the Power Stone, and it's not that at all. Yeah, because I think we're done with sitcoms. I now. think we're done with you're definitely right. done with sitcoms now. But this is because like each past episode has really focused on Wanda's trauma, mm -hmm. and this is kind of the first one that almost strangely like encourages her to break free a little bit. Right. You know, and there's also like that hilarious like the, the side effects like feeling your feelings. And yeah. Side effects include feeling your feelings, confronting your truth, seizing your destiny, and possibly more depression. But the thing it was like for the um for what was it? It was like for the reality that you want. Yes. Or escaping the reality that you don't, you know, it's like, cause the world doesn't revolve around you. Right. That's yeah, what it exactly. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, did, are you going to get into the Nexus? Like, did you do your research? I, I did some of my research. Okay. Okay, All right. Yeah. Ahead. So here, so, so looking up Nexus actually has a few meetings in Marvel and I got, I got two of them that I think are pretty cool. So you have the Nexus, which is a cross-dimensional gateway, which provides a pathway to any and all possible realities. This includes realities between realities. Mm -hmm. It's a mind bending shit. You just blew my mind. <laughs> We also have the Nexus beings, which are rare individual entities with the ability to affect probability and thus the future, thereby altering the flow of the universal time stream. Mm -hmm. Wanda herself is a Nexus being. She's a next eye. She's a next eye. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And there's... Because she can um, alter reality. Right. And then are the kids also considered Nexus beings too? I do not know. Okay. And I believe, I didn't look, at, I didn't look this up, but okay. I believe that we get Nexus in Ultron. I believe that's sort of like super security... I think so too. Station I think it also appears is called Nexus, yes. where Tony goes to find Jarvis. I'm just a guy looking for a needle in the world's biggest haystack. How do you find it? Pretty simple. You bring a magnet. True. So maybe that also, if we want to keep it in the theme of playing into Wanda's past trauma, that right. could also be a that thing could also of it be too. It too. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but yeah, this almost in a way kind of confirms the multiverse. Yes. You know, and so this could be the. Uh, the beginning of opening up different doorways and accessing these different realities. Let's think, like, when we talk about Agnes, mm -hmm. I really do want to get into the whole idea of, of the multiverse. Okay. Because there's some shit in there that I think is really, like, leading into that. Um, so moving out of the next commercial, um, let's catch up with Monica. Monica! This is my first, like, major, like, moment where I'm just like, all right, what's, what's going on here? Because, yeah. you know... I don't want to say that I'm disappointed by it because we've been hyping ourselves up, right. thinking that's going to be somebody. So I can't really hate on the show for this. But what I will say is that if you're going to really play into this, like what the show's been doing, where you're going to have Monica tease, like, oh, I have a perfect aerospace engineer Zoom for this in job. Zooming on the phone as she texts. Zooming on the phone, she's texting. Mm -hmm. And then you say, oh, we're going to meet up with my guy. Like you make it, like, an, I mean, they're making it like they're enunciating. Yes, they're enunciating. enunciating. You're, you're, you're putting emphasis on this moment. Yes. Then when we get there, and Not just that, but she also tweets out, I can't wait for you guys to meet my engineer. The, the, yes, the actress that plays yeah. Monica tweeted out, actor, I can't. Actor, bro. Actor, that's right, because the actress actor. is it's nonsensical. <laughs> Who are you? But yeah, but when you say that, it's like, okay, this has to be somebody significant. And then the whole tease of, you know, we have a cameo as big as Luke Skywalker on The Mandalorian. Like, what could it, what could it be? You know right, what I mean? Because we know Doctor Strange is coming. Right. We knew Pietro was coming. Paul Benny said that it wasn't Pietro. He also said it's not, he also said you haven't guessed who's coming on yet. So people right. know it's Doctor Strange. So we're like, all right, who could it be? Right. And it's, and, and it's, and what you said, we have to emphasize that. Who gives a fuck about what we want? Right. Who gives a fuck about what we want to see or who exactly. we want to see? But, but so we can but, say, right. like, I want to see Richards. I want to see Victor Von Doom. Like we can say all these things. This doesn't care about us. Like we don't. We don't get what we want. That doesn't no, matter. And, and the fact that if it's not anyone from the Fantastic Four, it's, that doesn't lead to my disappointment. Right. It's when you have a storytelling, you know, aspect of saying we're putting focus on who she's talking about. Exactly. Like there's like there's moments in how they filmed it and and the, and the techniques they used to say there's 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 some importance here. 
So you can't do all that and then reveal when we finally get to this this point where it's just a couple army people and, yeah, it's, and, and, it's, it's, this, and it's this one general who's like, oh, I, you knew my mother. Well, it's like, well, who who are I you? Father. <laughs> I knew your father. Yeah, like it's like, well, who are you? Like, what, exactly. like what's happening here? You no, know? and that's that's what we kind of want to emphasize. Like, who cares what we want? Who cares what we want to see? But if you're going to build it up, yes, as if it's someone significant, right. and then it's just no one then it, it does leave that sort of like underwhelming feeling that sort of and bro i was shaking <laughs> i'm not lying i was shaking um they were okay for starters like she's like we're gonna go meet my guy and as they're approaching the rendezvous point she goes there they are right so i'm like oh my god it's more it's more than just one guy <laughs> who is it is it reed and sue is it you know like roadie and sky is it rocket because right. Rocket's a great engineer like so i started getting like i started shaking getting, getting, getting hyped getting, up getting all up in my feelings and then like this general comes out and no disrespect to general no disrespect to that character that actor like no disrespect to her but i was like I was like John Travolta, just like <laughs> just looking around. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then when when they bring out the vehicle, I'm like, all right, so Reed's in there, yeah, right? Or the person right. is driving. I was expecting like this, like kind of like moment where like he comes out, you know, and it's like, like and, but it's like you were saying though, it's like if it's not Reed, it's like is it is it Michael Douglas from Ant Man? Is it, yes. is it is it somebody significant? You right, know what someone I mean? that's gonna get us like jacked up. Right. You know, even if it was like Rhodey, I would have been like. Cool. Cool. Yeah. You know, but, but at least, but at least it's somebody. Yeah, it's something. Right. It's, it's a familiar face. Someone we know. Someone who we followed um, on a long journey since, like, back to Iron Man Two. Someone right. like who's who's uh, eventually going to be in his own show. Yeah, it's a very know? notable so it's like, character. Okay. So I, so I'm like, okay, that's not it. And then yet, yeah, I was really expecting like a big reel when they I popped know, out, I and they're like, like, hey there, like a little fun exchange, like, hey there, stranger, like. Like this bad boy, smack the hood, you know, something. I I, I really expected like Krasinski just to walk out of it. I was like, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Nothing. However, nothing was really noted or made um, certain that that was the actual aerospace engineer. Right. So that's that's my thinking is that even Mm -hmm. though this wasn't it, I'm like, I'm like, all right, maybe Reed built the the rover. You know what I mean? Maybe somebody, maybe somebody important, maybe not Reed, but somebody important built that rover. So that's who she was mentioning. Right. He put that aerospace engineer on this task. And this is what they came up with. And the cameo, quote unquote, could maybe now possibly be just a name drop. Could be. Could be yeah. a name drop. Yeah. To be like where the vehicle got fucked up and it was like, oh, like, no, even we, there's no way we're going to go back in there. We had our top scientists build this really, um, build like the, the strong, like vehicle that was going to get us in. And even that couldn't go through. Right, and it's like, oh, right. well, who's your top scientist? Oh, Dr. Reed Richards, blah, blah, blah. You know? Right. So it could possibly be a name it could, drop. It could be that. We could get um, something more in the next episode. Who knows? But we'll get a little bit more into that. Well, that's that's my whole thing. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the stuff that we didn't like, but it, it all remains in the context of that. We still have two episodes left. Right. And we need to see how it all plays out before we can fully criticize it. But just focusing on just this episode and the things we were presented this is where we're having some issues. A little disappointment. A L- little, little disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we get to the point where Monica does get in the vehicle and she tries to get back into the hex. With a very fantastic forward-looking type of suit. Very fantastic forward-looking type of suit. And the vehicle obviously fails. Mm-hmm. So she says, fuck it. I'm going in. I'm going in solo. Here we go. Right. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. And she goes in and... Yeah, I know you had some issues with the CG and some of the. It's not not necessarily the CG. It's just but the, the way it. it was done. Yeah. It looked very. I felt like she was just standing in front of a green screen and just walking in place. Which she was. Yeah, and yeah. there was there like there was no notion of like whoosh or being like her hair was like wasn't moving. She was just like going like this. Right. We're right. getting the same Captain Marvel 
dialogue over bullshit that we had that we got before. So why are we doing the same yes, thing? It's like we get it. Yeah, we get it. And then like she's breaking <laughs> apart and like and she's trying and she's fighting through. And I'm just like, I just feel like it could have been done way better. Well, I mean, because if you look at the episode previously with Vision like literally falling apart as he's leaving the hex, like yeah. like, like like that to me felt real. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like and the that way felt... he was getting like pulled back. Right. That's what I'm saying. There was no that's why my mind said but there was no whoosh. Right. She was just there. Like nothing was kind of like ripping her back. Right. Her right. hair wasn't moving. I know, I know. It yeah, just yeah. felt like she was just there. <laughs> right. Going like just kind of miming out, yeah, walking and forward. And all this yeah. bullshit with like the stuff that we had already seen. I'm like, why aren't we getting like um, if you really want to showcase her powers, show her really battling the hex, right? Like showing her, show her how strong the hex really is and how she's really pushing her way right. through. But you know, that's what I'm saying. I didn't mind. I just thought it was just poorly done. We'll see this thing because, like, I feel like in concept, I really like what they were doing. How exactly, it's how yeah. it's like she's like she's literally like there's multiple versions of her as she's trying to push herself through, and then it all comes together. Her powers come fully formed because you see her eyes light up, and then she finally gets through. Mm -hmm. But I just felt, yeah, it could have been done better because, like, the the show has had such a cinematic quality to it, and that felt very like not to knock on it, but very CW ish, like superhero yeah. kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Like when you think of um, something that comes to mind, so remember at the end of X Two, X Men United, yes. when um, when Jean is getting blasted by Scott, who's under mind control, right? And she's like holding it, and she's holding it, yeah. And then she turns, and her eyes turn, you know, right? They her, light up. They light up, and like you know you see her like starting to like power up mm -hmm. and then boom like something like that right where she's trying to pull through trying to pull through and it's not going and then we see her eyes light up and then she like quickly pulls through so right. whatever that's how they wanted to do it i didn't like it i thought it looked cheap i thought it was poorly done and uh yeah just continuing the whole notion of this <laughs> underwhelming episode <laughs> breaking that underwhelming fourth wall but moving on like as she does get into the hex and she basically she basically makes a beeline to wanda's house and, and she might looking thick bro i know i know bro oh well, well i was gonna say she took off that suit looking thick five yeah. c's but what i'm saying is that going back to the fantastic four um future foundation yes where they got the all white suits right right yeah, i mean you so, mentioned that i didn't even catch that like the whole like how the how her space suit future looks. foundation is awesome i believe that's jonathan hickman that's the one that has spider-man in, in the white suit um, as well, in the white right? Suit, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because uh, Johnny, well, Johnny doesn't die. He like he leaves. Yeah. But they think he's dead. So you know, like Spider Man comes in and it's like all the white suit. And it's, it's a dope ass costume. I fucking love that costume. I feel like we're gonna get the Fantastic Four in the white suits oh, too. Oh my god, I would love it. Yeah, too. that'd be so awesome. Cool. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, back to Monica beelining towards beelining to Wanda's house and she bursts in and basically tries to reason with Wanda a little bit and Wanda's like, nope, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I want to hear that bullshit. Uh, basically throws her out, has her like up, you know, and she's like, oh, uh, something. I, I you're know, nailing I, me. I, 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 <laughs> I just picked you for your virgin. You're nailing, you're nailing me. me. I had something. I just completely lost it. Yeah. But, you know, she basically has her up in the air. And, and then, we're not cutting that out. I just, it, that was just so fun to see <laughs> you trying to pull it out and you just couldn't. You were just I couldn't, like, bro. You, I just, had you it stalled out so hard. You were just like. You were in that, you, bro. You were battling the hex. I was battling the hex, and you got kicked out. I got kicked out. Like, no, like, no, get, get the fuck out of here. You're, the hex you're, was you're, like, you're, okay, you're, pussy, get out. <laughs> you're done. You're yeah. done. Get out of here. But she has her up in the air, and then throws her down. And then boom, superhero landing. All you do is lie. <laughs> superhero landing. Yeah, that's really hard on your knees. And uh, yeah, it, it's awesome. Like, I, I'm. It's cool that we see Monica's powers fully formed now. You know, I don't know who she, is. She is she photon? Is she spectrum? Apparently, Mo Monica has like five different names in the comics. I believe it's spectrum because she, she has she the... has she has she, apparently she has other ones too. I know, but but given the point of view, mm -hmm. given her the way she's seeing everything, with yeah. the oh, that of... was cool. You didn't talk about that. Her vision was was pretty right. awesome. So yeah. that's uh the um the energy the energy yeah, yeah, yeah. the acting the different forms of I can't. 
I can't pull out our nickname. I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, I believe it's Spectrum. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, so we see her powers kind of fully formed, and you know, she seems like she's going to start breaking through to Wanda. She's like reasoning with her to kind of snap out of it a little bit. Fucking Agnes comes over and just kind of is like, oh, you know. But this is what's interesting because the aspect ratio doesn't change in the scene. Because this is technically real. This is like real stuff that's going on between Agnes and between Agnes, Wanda, and Monica. Right. But the aspect ratio stays in that sitcom form. So it's almost right. like maybe it's from Wanda's perspective that she's not breaking out of it. That maybe. She's still, she's like maybe. she's resistant to holding. It. it was just something interesting because we we keep talking about how they're using the aspect ratio as a form of storytelling, but in this situation, it stayed the same. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we also get the fantastic me moment. Oh my god! Which, it's so it, 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 good. Has, it has to have been true though. Absolutely. Where, yeah. Where you're not so holding back. And I would say yeah. If, if you guys have seen the uh, the woman yelling at the cat, like we basically get that moment. Well, in this not, episode. she's not yelling at the cat. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the yelling in, at the, the cat meme, in the meme itself. Yelling it's yelling at the cat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is so good. But like, but from the woman yelling, that's from is that Real Housewives? It's I. It's one of those. It's one of them, right? Shows. Yeah. yeah. And then the cat. I can't remember what it is, but someone meshed the two together, <laughs> and, and it became this yeah. viral sensation. And it's so funny. Um, and but there's definitely yeah. a moment like this in the episode. Where I'm like that. That ha that could easily be it. Well, they like to do that. They like I to know, tap yeah. into like you know, I guess pop culture. Right. Right. Um. And yeah, but up to this point, you know, Wanda. Wanda was already losing, like we said, like she, everything's been changing, everything, everything around the house is getting glitchy, changing to, the TV's changing back to a different form, different, different time, mm -hmm. the cereal, the milk, everything, so she's already losing it, so I imagine that like once Monica comes in, that's like the, get the fuck out right, of here, fuck out. that's like that, it was, it was like building up and yes. building up, yeah. Um, so. But she didn't hurt her. She didn't hurt her. Yeah, because Monica's, I mean not Monica, uh, Wanda's, you know, yeah. got, got a good heart. Got she, a good still, heart. she still has a good heart. What did you say? About my heart. <sighs> mm -hmm. So this is when Agnes comes over and she and, and you know we haven't mentioned this because I kind of wanted to wait until we got to to Agnes. So now we're now we're we're full steam ahead to Agnes now. So Earlier in the episode, she comes over and she takes um, the kids, shakes the kids. You know, she's like, oh, let me let me give you a break, Wanda. I'll take the kids for you. Mm -hmm. They can come over to my house. And then we really get a, a, a pretty interesting scene with Agnes and the kids in her home. And it's Billy that has the psychic powers, right? Tommy. Tommy's the one that's fast. Billy's the one that has the psychic powers. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure. So mm -hmm. Billy's like, you're really quiet. Is it because Senior Scratchy is such a good listener? No. It's because it's quiet. You're quiet, Agnes. On the inside. And it's just, it's a very like, she's, she's dead inside. She, she, she's a little, she's a little taken aback too. Right. Almost like she didn't realize that they had powers. Right. And, and, not, and I would imagine that if you're Agnes, you wouldn't want this kid reading your mind. Right. Or reading you. Right. So the fact that even if she, that she couldn't really stop him even if she wanted to. Yes, you know, because she he was able still to get in there and like see what's going on and saw that no, there's nothing there's there. There's nothing there, so she right. obviously we we think she has a wall up, you know, to kind of protect herself from that, you know. Or but, she's a, she's a witch. Or she, she, she right. could be dead inside, right. yeah. <laughs> literally dead inside. Yeah. Um. So you know, we we get that scene and then now catching up with where she brings Wanda over, and as soon as she comes in the house, it's already like creepy factors turned up to like oh, eleven. It's so good and it's awesome. You yeah. know, she's she's Some, chapter two vibes with uh, yeah. with Beverly in the house. With right, the, uh, right. I don't even think of that. Yeah, yeah that's, really that's, cool. that's just pretty cool. And, you know, she's sitting there. She sees like the half-eaten sandwiches 
the the kids program on and then mm-hmm. she's looking around she notices there's like i think pretty sure it's a cicada that's like kind of crawling on cicada. the cicada she notices the fucking bunny which is has been the biggest it was which is Senor, ralph senior scratchy senior scratchy yeah, yeah senior yeah. scratchies um and wanda goes where's the kids and she goes oh they're probably just playing in the basement and then she goes down in the basement this is where it's just like all right this is you know creepy factor turned up again mm-hmm. and as she's going deeper in the basement this is where the aspect ratio changes and you don't even notice it and you don't even notice I it because personally it's didn't even so notice dark it. Mm-hmm. and she really gets into like the thick of you know now we're we'll calling her agatha the thick of agatha's lair mm-hmm. and we see there's 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 a couple things to notice here one obviously the book the necromancer book right exactly and i'm assuming that this is how dr strange comes in because is, could this be a book that's missing from the library the ancient ones library it could but that that also be a little weird like why the fuck did you not know come on bro well <laughs> like well come on dr strange get it together man well to be fair it's uh it's what's his name that that actually takes takes over the uh the li- that that's in charge of the library it's it's wong right well i mean yeah i mean who, you, who, you can who def- we know is look, a horrible caretaker of the in, books he can definitely come in and be like look i was upstate you know dealing with all the aftermath from Bro, Thanos. Bro, he needed a fucking vacation, man. Yeah, I was up there dealing with the aftermath from Thanos. I came back right. and noticed my book was gone, so I was like, what the fuck? So yes, there's definitely ways you can get around it, but that is a good point. It could possibly be a book from Doctor Strange's, um, from the Sanctum Centorium. Right. Um, or it just could be this very, like we said, ancient, evil dead type of necromancer book that right. um, that's full of spells. Right. You know, and she's like Winifred. She needs her boo. Well, that's what it is too, because there's the theory that she's trying to raise the devil mm-hmm. with with this book, you know, and with the and the kids are obviously like like this is Rosemary's baby, you know what I mean? This is yes. some of that some of that shit. Fuck yeah, you know. So that's why I'm really hoping that they do still what kind of do to the eyes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm hoping that they really do kind of lean into that. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that we finally get our confirmation that this is Agatha Harkness, mm-hmm. and you know, like like here's the thing. Like and and this falls on us because I'm an asshole and I and I read too much and I have to look at every single little thing, every single little set photo. This is something that that I've known and I think you've known since yeah. the start of the series that this was always going to be the reveal. So when it happens, it's like okay, now we finally got confirmation. But I wish I hadn't known it because I feel like some people that were going into this blind that was a big moment for them. Really? So that so that when I get it here, I'm just like, all right, cool, we get it. Yeah, but even that, it still could be done better. I know. There could have been more of like a, like like a, a build-up to a it. Build up, I know. I mean, this is not a good metaphor, but when you think of like, um, or a good example, when you think of like Star Trek Two: Beyond Darkness, he's like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, God. It's like, yeah, we all fucking knew you were coming. <laughs> we know, bro. And we all, every single <laughs> yeah. person knew you. But it was still a little cool moment. And right. given Benedict Cumberbatch is... Um, it's it, just a fantastic guy. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not taken away from Catherine Hahn either, because Catherine Hahn has, has stolen, I think, every scene she's been in this series. And... Now that it's finally revealed that she is Agatha Harkness, I hope I hope like the next couple episodes she's just she goes all right out. because I feel like um, I feel like Chris, um, Catherine Hahn has been the sort of like I don't know how to say it. it's like um like kind of like untapped potential. Well, I, I feel like a lot of the series has kind of kept her waiting in the wings for right. her moment, and I feel like I feel like now that she's finally revealed, like now we're gonna get her like full blast. Right, and, I, and that's what that's well, that's what I want because yes. I feel like you said like every single time she's on screen, she steals the she steals the screen. Um, she's played so well into all these different sorts of um, decades and sitcoms. So now I want her like full blast, really going crazy and mm-hmm. just give me all the Catherine Hahn. Give right. me all the Catherine right, Hahn flavor right. because 
the little bit we get, it's just like, it's not enough. I'm like, I want more and I want more. And mm -hmm. now we're going to get her in all her glory, all crazy, witchy madness, right. so to speak. So give me it. I'm looking forward to that. hundred um, percent. The other thing that I noticed in her lair on like the pillars, mm -hmm. there's uh, demon heads. The devil. Um, but the, here's, here's the interesting thing too. And I want, I want to ask you what you think about this. So when we go into her lair, it goes back to reality, right? We're, because we're, because of the aspect ratio. So mm -hmm. we know this is real. I wonder if, because there's different um, paths to go down, it's, it seems like there's different like tunnels. So I wonder if the, if that's almost like uh, some sort of century point in like in, in each tunnel is like a gateway to a new a new like dimension or reality or something like that. Possibly kind of like the Sanctus Torum, right? Where that opens up different doorways and shit to different exactly. spots. And this could be something that was ancient that was there for a long time mm -hmm. that was all of a sudden woken up when you Fucking know Jersey man. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like think of um. Uh, See, think of Justice League. When <laughs> Superman died, all these people wanted to come, all these villains, all these new threats popped up. Right. Now that Thanos is gone, maybe Mephisto now wants to make his right. ranges. And now right. he's starting to like, you know, start brewing brewing some shit. Right. Well, this is this is my other thing here. This is my other big concern after this, because when it is revealed that Agnes is Agatha Harkness, we get this this uh this is intro song. Yeah. It was Agatha all along, yeah. which has been played to death by everybody on Twitter and Instagram and, but Catherine and TikTok. So I know she's good. so good. Like that's her why expressions, that's, the way she yeah. like feeds, like the way she um plays to the camera, like yes. it's so good. And at the end when she's like, Oh, and I killed Sparky too. I'm like, you fucking bitch. That bitch. That bitch. My sweet Eli Whitney's nose. It wasn't you, was it? It was West Mantooth. Oh, I should have known. No, no. No, I did it. You bitch! But yeah, it's played to death. But here's the thing: like, for me personally, I didn't really notice it. I noticed it this today. I know you noticed it. We're recording this on Monday. It's gonna be coming out on Wednesday. So I didn't. But then again, I was away for the weekend. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't really. I wasn't on social media that much. But today I noticed it. But every single time I noticed it, I got sucked into it. Right. Because it's so fucking catchy, yeah, bro. It's, it's catchy and Angus and and Catherine, like I said, is so good. I like, know. The very first like smirk and smile mm -hmm. from and from the from the first episode, like you're just like, oh, I love this character, yes. and you just get sucked into it. You get right, sucked into right. it, and you watch it every single time. And yeah, I got to the point where I'm like, oh, fuck again. All right. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> but it's it's kind of done in the style of the monsters, but you know, you brought up a good point. Like even though it's 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 a fun thing and it's and it's really cool, it does feel out of place in this episode. For this 100%. episode being like more modern and being mm -hmm. like, you know, in a modern family kind of sense, when you have this where it feels like it's something out of like the seventies, it's like the the, the the tones kind of clash and they don't mesh very well. Right, right. Because it went it was full blown. Right. Like old school vibes. Right. So like you said, we're now all the way caught up. We're now in like present day. Mm -hmm. So to be kind of kicked back into that right. was a little strange. Was a little strange. Mm -hmm. And so here's here's what my concern is, right? So the whole thing of it being Agatha all along. I'm worried because I don't want this to be a thing where it's like, well, it was Agatha who took advantage of Wanda and created the hex. Mm -hmm. Cause I do not like that at all. Like I want this to be that Wanda had a mental breakdown. She created the hex and Agatha wandered in to take advantage of it. I don't want it to be that she was behind everything. She was behind every single little thing that happened because to me, it makes Wanda a less interesting character. It makes the show a hell of a lot less interesting, a lot less complex. Right. To just blame it on this one character and said, well, they did it all. Right, you know, and I mean, it, and to me, it makes it it makes it not as good. Like it's like cliche to have just the villain be behind everything. There could be a possibility where it started off that way, but like we said, Wanda broke out of it, and now she's kind of piggybacking. She's kind of like going along with it. Like, right. look, you tried to like control me to create this reality. Mm -hmm. I'm too strong, so I snapped out of it. 
But the notion that she kind of kept going along with it and got herself into like a deeper hole. Right. That could be we'll an We'll see, but if that's aspect. the case, I'm fine. And this is where mm-hmm. like I'm holding my reservations about it right. because like there's still two episodes left and I want to see how it all plays out and how they describe it because we do know we're going to get some sort. We still assume we're going to get some sort of backstory to the very beginning of how this all started. Which I was expecting it to be this episode, right. but now it looks like it's going to. Well, that's if we get it. If we get it, yeah. I'm expecting now to be the following episode because um, I think I saw something where the, apparently the next episode is going to be really long. It's going to be 47 minutes long. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Fuck yes. Yeah. So, so like that's what I mean. So if, if these last two episodes are really long, if they're mm-hmm. longer, then I'm 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 cool with that because then yeah. it's like we're almost getting two episodes in one. And give us more time to really explore the previous backstory because, right. like again, who gives a fuck? Who, who cares about what we want? Right. But I would love if we do something like that where we pick up right after Endgame, right after a conversation with Clint, mm-hmm. and you know we see how everything, how everything, how, how, it, plays how it all plays out. Yeah, I mean, we did get the uh, the villain reveal, so to speak, which right. we we kind of anticipated we would. Yep. But I hope that um, I hope we do get some sort of backstory, uh, fill us in a little bit towards the first half of the episode, second half of the episode, half you know like the. The big reveal on who the aerospace engineer is. Hopefully, mm-hmm. God, please. Or get the big cameo. <clears throat> or get a cam. Yeah, like whoever the big cameo is. The big is. cameo, get right. it in. Get, give that to us. And then get Doctor Strange towards the end. Right. Only set him up for the finale. Well, and the other thing, too, that I'm, I'm kind of struggling with a little bit is, like, obviously, at the end of this episode, we see that um, Agatha kind of puts her spell or hold over Wanda. Like, she, mm-hmm. you know, has her eyes light up purple and shit. Like... You don't want Wanda to be under her control this whole time. I don't because yeah. like like we know and it's been said that Wanda is the strongest Avenger. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she's so easily succumbed by this by this by this witch and like I'm not familiar with Agatha. Some of the the nerds who are really into comics might help me out here, but like I don't know how strong she is. So she's the, pretty strong. I know she's I don't pretty strong, but that, the, but the fact yeah. that she has this massive hold over Wanda is bothering me because it's like, all right, then that means that fucking Agatha probably could have taken out Thanos too. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. just it, it just it bugs me a little bit that mm. it feels she feels too overpowered. That's why like her character being a secondary villain to Mephisto, who makes more sense because of the type of character he is, or even if it's Nightmare, like whether it's Mephisto or Nightmare, I don't care. But like their powers make more sense to have some sort of hold over Wanda than Agatha's than, right. than what she does. Now, if they want to kind of, maybe they're merging characters together a little bit, that could be a possibility of what they're doing. But mm-hmm. like, it's just a little weird to me that Wanda has all this power, but she's so easily succumbed to like, you know, a little, yeah, bit, of witch, possibly, a little bit of witchcraft. It you could know? possibly be that situation where like, you know, the more she griefs, the more powerful they become. Right. So they're almost kind of using her as like, you know, cattle, like, you know, just beefing her up so they become stronger. But exactly. That, we'll that's, see. That's why I need to see how it all plays right. out before I can really like. No, because I'm with you, man. I'm yeah. very, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, I'm a little I'm, nervous I'm a little, too. I really hope, you know, they, they can really stick the landing um, because like we were saying before, I don't want another dev situation. I thought that the ending to devs fucking sucked. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have watched uh, the devs, which was on FX. Really fantastic sci-fi show mm-hmm. up until the very end. Yeah, really, really disappointing, and I really hope that's not the case here. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll we'll see how everything plays out. Fingers crossed. I know two, two episodes left. Two episodes left. A lot of story to tell. Yep. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. You know, and then we'll we'll come back and we'll either be more nervous or we'll be a little bit more reassured. Right. Like okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe this is gonna right. Maybe it's gonna play, it's gonna pan out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, let's talk about the post credit scene. In classic Marvel fashion. In classic Marvel fashion. Yeah, nice little, nice little post credit scene of Monica sneaking up on Agnes's house, opens up the, the cellar doors to kind of look down and sees like the purple glow, and then yeah. all of a sudden Quicksilver pops out of nowhere. <laughs> Remind me a little bit of uh, um, two things. Black Panther. Yes. The purple from Black Panther. Right, right. And the Justice League tendrils. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro, don't bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this makes me curious about who Quicksilver is. Some people are saying that he's Ralph. Some people are saying that he's Mephisto. 
Some people are saying that he's just some random person random who... person who has a Pietro skin. Some people are saying that he actually is the Quicksilver from the Fox universe that was brought over and that he's actually a good guy that's going to help Monica out. I honestly have no I don't have any idea either. clue. It could literally <laughs> it could just be, be any one of those. <laughs> it could be some random dude that Evan Peters is playing who was just put in there and, you know, his brain was filled with all the information. Right. It could be Mephisto. It could be, you know, the... Evan Peter, it could be the Quicksilver from the X Men. Right. I literally have no clue. I know. Um, the fact that he's still around though. Right. Uh, with his little beanie, I thought was I know, was, yeah. was funny. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's another thing that we're gonna have to kind of um see how it all plays out. Uh, who would you like it to be though? If you ideally, who would you who would you want it to be? It's a good question. Because I would actually be cool with um, because I would honestly, I think I would be cool with any any anything i mean in a weird way i kind of want to be the quicksilver from the fox universe i want i want there to be some sort of reality bending shit where it's like mm -hmm. we can open up you know same thing like like we, like we were saying a couple episodes ago about the whole thing with uh, with dc and like different earths you mm -hmm. know what i mean and like i because like i honestly do believe that's how they're going to bring the x-men in because i think that there's too much backstory for xavier and magneto to just rewrite it all and have them just randomly start now as opposed to them right. because like they're so ingrained in like history and like their backstories are mm -hmm. so ingrained in what happens i don't think you can just randomly bring them in i feel like that that this is going to open up to another dimension where a different set of x-men are going to be established i don't think we're going to get the fox x-men but i think it's just going to be a different set of x-men are going to be established and that's how they're going to bring them into the mcu but the thing is when you have evan peters that is a fox x-men i know so then you're kind of so you're telling me that he's the only one who's not different i guess so I, it's, I, I, it's I don't a, know bro so i'm saying it's it's a tough situation i know it's, it's a tough situation because situation. because i do want the X-Men to be recast. I want new, I want a new cast with the X-Men, even though I like the, I like how I love, you know, Fastbender, I love McAvoy. I love, I love all those guys that, that were playing these parts, but like, I mean, I'm excited to see like a new group. Bro, we're getting the Hexmen. The all the people who are in it. there. Stop it. It's going to happen. Like it's going <laughs> to happen. You know, they're going to do something. Oh, no, nah, not Hexmen. Let's call them X-Men. And I'm going to cringe so fucking hard. <laughs> it's going to happen, bro. So be ready to fucking cringe. This is the worst. Yeah, um, I don't really know. Yeah. Whoever we get, I, I if they tell me it was just some random person who was had shit put in his brain, I would honestly be fine. I'd be I'd like, be like eh, then, yeah, then, then, why, then like, why have it be Evan Peters? You know what I mean? Why, why have it be, I guess. You know, it's really just because there's either you have that for fun, who's literally nobody, you have that for fun. Um, you It is the Quicksilver from the X-Men universe, but mm -hmm. then you have baggage. Right. You know, or it's, um, or it's Mephisto. So it's literally like, is this Mephisto? Is this Mephisto? <laughs> you know, or it's, uh, or maybe it's like it's a secret ally, or because Mephisto shapeshifts. He does. You know, so he does. We'll see. And he could have, you know, just shape shapeshifted into this Evan Peters just to kind of um for fun to I know. tease the fans. So right, we'll see. Um, I that's like the least of my worries right I know, now. I know, I know, I so, know. Uh, so we'll see how it all plays out. That's the thing, man. Like if you guys enjoyed this episode and you're happy with what's going forward, like awesome, you know, keep, keep doing you. But like, there's just, you know, for, you know, and it, and it could be a case of us, you know, building up our hype and, and our theories running wild as, as to what, as to what it could possibly be. But there, there are just certain things that are going on that I'm just like, like, the, like the, the show is really presenting some really complex stuff, especially with the character of Wanda. And I'm just worried now that they're going to simplify it and mm -hmm. kind of dumb it down a little bit just to blame it on like a villain or, you know, and have it not be as, as grand or as complex as I thought it could possibly be. Marvel's because biggest problems are the villains. I know. I know. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's not, and I don't even think that Catherine Hahn's going to be a bad villain, you know, but it's just yeah. the fact that, you know, like, like you really have 
the ability here, especially with, with you know the TV shows and Disney Plus, to really dive into the psyches of your characters. And and I thought this this is a perfect thing for Wanda, and it could still play out like that. I'm not saying it's not going right. to, but I'm just I'm worried that they're not going to go that route. But I still I still have hope. I still have hope that that that's what's going on. That she had this mental breakdown, kind of very much like House of M. And that this is what's like, you know, and we're, and we're seeing it, you know, see, play yeah. out. But, you know, so we'll, it's a wait and see. It is a wait and see it's game. A wait and, and see. Uh, you know, hopefully they can, hopefully they can bring it home. I think so too. Mm -hmm. You know, I think they're going to. I, I still have faith. Yeah. I still have faith they're going to bring it home and it's going to wrap up nicely and we're going to be, we're going to be very happy come, come the end of it. And we're leading straight into Doctor Strange. Right. Oh, yeah. Definitely lean right into it. Mm -hmm. But, uh, all right, Nerds Nation, that does it for us. What did you guys think of episode seven? Did you like it or were you like us and a little disappointed by it? Bro, I think a lot of people were. I, this is, this is you think, just me. You think a lot of people were disappointed this by This is it? me completely speculating. I haven't talked to Chris about it. Yeah. Um, but again, see, Chris didn't like, I didn't get a WandaVision message yeah, I know, from Chris. I know. So, but I just think the, um, or any of my friends that I talked to about all the time in the group chat. So I just think the, the, the nerds and the fans in general were very much in our situation. We're, we're very much in our boat where they were speculating, they were expecting something and they mm -hmm. didn't get it. So right. I do think, I don't think it's just us. I do think that a lot, a couple people were, were a little disappointed by this episode and that's just me completely speculating. Right. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll definitely mm -hmm. see. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Remember to like this video, subscribe to our YouTube page. And remember you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Apple podcasts, and anywhere else you can see that big, beautiful FN logo. Check back next Wednesday for our review of episode eight. Hopefully it's awesome. It's going to be a little bit longer. Maybe some crazy shit's finally going to go down. We shall see. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. But all right, guys, we will catch you on the next one. Bye.